You win, you die. Yeah, but was that a napkin? Like, I'm trying to figure out what that was. <laughs> well, it's like one of those. Yeah. And how did she not see it in the beginning? Well, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get into all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some things where I kind of go like, well, wait a minute here when it comes to this episode. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to DC Fanimated Stream. I'm, of course, Dave the Film Junkie. With me, as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How are you doing, sir? I'm still kind of licking the salt off my yeah. fingers. Sorry. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, uh, Scott's gonna be a little salty tonight. Apparently, you know, you had a little... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was uh, snacking on some uh, uh, sea salt and vinegar chips, and we were having, our, we were talking about our little, uh, yeah, there you go, right they're, there, they're right here, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, so we were having like, uh, we were talking about how, you know, salty snacks at night, and then of course, uh, common, uh, a combination of like sweet and salty. You know, like your chocolate covered pretzels, dumping some M and M's into some popcorn, just kind of doing all that. And now I want all, all the things, all the things. Yeah, all I know. I'm things. like, I'm like, damn it, I don't even know if I have anything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I'm like, I might have to. You might be running to the store. I know. The there's street. a possibility it might be happening on a Sunday night. Anyways, guys, thank you for uh, joining. We're going to be talking about Target, which is funny. We're not talking about the store Target. We're going to be talking about the episode that's called. We're not Target. talking about the human Target. No, or hard that Target. Been a really cool twist on this episode it would have been it would have been it would have been um but you know this was an episode that we were kind of like didn't remember it at all (laughs) we were like because even when you see the thumbnail uh on h on on max it's just it's just clark in a sling he's got his arm in a sling and you're kind of like it's kind of interesting because I mean, I do when after watching this episode, I like remember little thing, but it's just it doesn't stick. It's, out. it's like it's like it's like it it's like shadows. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, I, like I, I'll tell you the one thing that for some reason stands out more than anything in this entire episode. I remember the design of the Excalibur Award. <laughs> okay, I, yes. I don't know that 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 trophy that that award. Oh yeah, I remember that design. I didn't remember the plot. I didn't remember. I remember nothing, but I was like, oh, but yeah, but that award, I remember that design. Yeah, there's Weird. something about that that stuck out, right? Something about that? Yeah. Uh, you're already starting to pixelate, so go gotcha. ahead and come back in. Yeah, I can refresh that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's going on, King? We got Ryan right here. And uh, Slades, hey, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking DC animated stuff. Ask me this from Film Junkie Live. This is not the the place to ask kind of stuff like that. All right, so go ahead and do that. Ask me tomorrow, Film Junkie Live, and then good evening, Mr. Cortez, as well. Uh, all right, so man, you're back. All right, sorry, it was uh, the snacks, <laughs> it was inter- it, obviously, it was interfering. Gave you an excuse to grab some more chips. There you I, go. I, just to say, because I'm not going to eat live. Hear that, Phil? I'm not going <laughs> to eat on a stream. Oh, that's actually it's Axel also. <laughs> I know with his bacon with a fork and the knife. I just uh, there's been other things, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we're talking about Target. This is one of those episodes where it's just a it's it's a it's a contained story. It's a Lois Lane story, which is good. And, we haven't had one yeah. of those in a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Not to mention, does she have some wardrobe changes in this? We see some various outfits from Miss Lois Lane. Not just a purple blazer and the little white skirt. I mean, no. it's, I'm I'm impressed. 
Yeah, they actually, I mean, I was noticing, I was like, wait, so we got her. I mean, obviously it starts off at this, uh, the Excalibur Awards and her and Clark are there. And obviously she's wearing a nice dress right there, but yeah, it just like, there's like different, even like the, when the, you know, when we get to this other like elevator in incidents, she's wearing something. It's not the purple, it's not the purple uh, that she usually is wearing. And I was like, okay, interesting. So, you know, even yeah. Clark got some different outfits because he got the tuxedo. Yeah, and then and when he's in the sling, it's like a beige suit. Yeah, they they really went for it on this one, I guess. When it came to that, huh? I I'm, I'm trying to understand this, but um, okay, those are choices made. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go ahead as we discuss this. I, I want to preface this discussion by going, you have you have really over the past several weeks, there's become you know back when we did Batman in the animated series, the 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 running gag seemed to be. This is a kid's show? Yeah. I feel like for a lot of times with Superman, it's they only had 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's always like you could just feel they wanted to do more, but they just didn't have the time. And I totally felt that in this episode. Like, there was a really good story in this episode. It just needed more time to breathe, I thought. It I don't did. know how you felt about it. No, I get that. I get that. I mean, it seems because there's so many things that happens with Lois. I mean, this is if you want to talk about an episode that has that that really just nails the whole like she her, you know, guardian angel is Superman. It's this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's always there. He's always, you know, obviously because she is the target. So when she wins this award, this is Excalibur award for, you know, journalism and everything. Um, and I think it's for because it's for the Lex. Lex Corp, like uh, it's Lex Scam, Corp. something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And so she wins for for that. And then of course, yeah, again, like what we were saying, when she looks at her napkin, she just it says like you win, you die, and it's like you know. Of course, we're like, well, how did you not see that before? <laughs> when it comes to this scene, because all right, Scott. Okay. I was. I had this thought. I had this okay. thought when it when it came to this scene because obviously she does win. She wins. Yes. She goes up on stage, and uh, Clark hears a noise. Hears like a kind of noise, and of course he looks at that one dude who uh, who lost to Lois, and uh, and then and then and then of course Clark does what he does. He's like, "Oops, yeah, better," you know. He spills his coffee or whatever. Hey, no, okay, wait. One thing he doesn't just spill. He literally picks the cup up and like pours it completely in his lap. Yeah, so that gives him the excuse to leave, and we all know what that means. But in my, because I'm thinking, like, because obviously he sees, you know, he does, he's seeing, and he sees that there's something about, you know, it's about to fall, and obviously, like, she sees it right before she falls, and it's almost like maybe enough time for her to duck out of the way, but maybe not. But then I'm kind of thinking, does Clark really need a change in the Superman, or maybe he just runs up on stage and just like kind of like knocks her out of the way as opposed to just changing into Superman and then just guarding her from it. Do you think like there would have been enough time for just, just to, to me, I was like, did he really need to go through that effort or could it just been Clark saving her by like moving her out of the way? I don't know. Okay. No. Okay. But you've got to remember, he mm. hears the noise. He uses his x-ray vision to look through the, uh, the the top of the stage that's covered by the proscenium and the curtain to see the laser that's cutting the rope 
of the giant Excalibur award that's hanging above Lois's head. Nice little sort of Damocles like uh, metaphor there. You know, the sword that's hanging over you and, and, you know, ready to fall at any moment. So it's, you know, do you know that, you know, that myth, you know, that story? No, I uh, sounds, I think I've heard it before, but I don't you, know. You probably have heard of it. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, the story goes that, um, the sword of Damocles is this sword that would hang over a king and that could drop and fall mm. and kill the king at any time. So it was kind of like a reminder of don't get too big for your britches because you too can die at like any moment. So I felt like maybe there was a little bit of a metaphor going there, you know, with the, the sword falling on Lois, like, hey, Lois, you're hot shit and everything. But, you know, your time can come at some point. But so sorry, that was my tangent for just no, you know, go for I, it. I, I love great. I love the visual, I love the, the visual representation there. Uh but the only reason Clark knew the laser was cutting the rope was because his extra vision looked through the proscenium. Mm. So yeah. he would have had to have come up with a story as for how because remember their table was also far away from the stage. Okay, he would have to have already have been running up there before the giant Excalibur sword was falling on Lois to get there in time without using his super speed. So I think yeah. changing into Superman allowed him to come in at the last moment. And then he just, you know, did the whole, I'm going to hold myself over you, Lois. And then the, the sword's going to just crumble as it hits Superman. Yeah. And then now, now that I think about it, I mean, this, the, this whole episode is about, him saving her with everything that happens this yes. this dude that is trying to kill her in many different ways i mean it's uh, yeah many different ways and he's always there to save her so i think they were just really trying to show like that hey you know and then of course how it ends you know you know with a little little bit of like hmm, you know kind of thing but yes. yeah so i think they were really trying to stab i don't know to me i was just kind of like I mean, because it, it just seemed like before that last little like, you know, thread that was holding up that, you know, the steel threading, whatever the hell that was holding up that sword was about to break. She was already going, <gasps> you know, kind of thing. So it was like, oh, maybe he could have just. But you're right. I forget. I forgot how far away the table was. And that changes it right there because they were closer, maybe. But nah, yeah. But I but I was like, oh, yeah, just. Jump, just you already see it jump out of the way. You know, yeah, no. I, there's always a thing in movies and TV shows where it's like, well, it's like in, at the end of Prometheus, it's like, just turn, turn 90 degrees, <laughs> turn. Yeah. This big thing's falling this way. Turn. <laughs> yeah, I always think about Cyborg and Zach Slash Justice League when he goes, You might want to move. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which is great. It's such a yeah. great line because it's like you saw this heading to you. You could have just, ah, you know, know. like you may want to move when you see a flaming tank Tank heading towards you. Yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, So, but after this happens and you get that Lieutenant Bowman, that dick of a cop, you know, questioning Lois and, and just being a real ass about it. I did. This was one of those things that I thought the 22 minute runtime hurt what they were trying to do. Because I appreciated what Hillary J. Bader was doing in her screenplay, which was she was trying to basically set up a whodunit, 
by giving you multiple suspects of, hey, this could be the person that's trying to kill Lois. Oh, this could be the person who's trying to kill Lois. Because the, the episode tries to suggest, you know, the older reporter character. It tries to suggest Lieutenant Bowman. I wish he had been in the episode a little bit more to really sort of like put in that red herring. Mm -hmm. But I, it was like you were trying to do something. And I appreciated the attempt, but yeah. the runtime just didn't allow you to like fully explore, you know, setting up these other sort of false suspects for who's going after Lois. Yeah, because they want to like they really want to show the action of things that are happening. So you you want that in there, obviously, with the cartoon. Right. But yeah, if you were going to really kind of and I love how Bowman was like. It was like, well, the first thing you should do is, uh, you know, <laughs> create a list of people who want to kill you and make sure it's one page. Hey, try to know? keep it to one yeah, page. It. Yeah, there you go. I said it wrong. But yes, it's because obviously it's Lois Lane. Yeah, there might be some people that might have it in for, for you know. Many uh, varied reasons. Yes, exactly. But yes, they do establish that. And it's kind of like, yeah, because there is a scene where you go, why is Bowman? And then, then you don't see Bowman again, kind of. Right. Really. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I was I'm, like, yeah, which is part of the thumbnail that we actually kind of part of the thumbnail. Uh, but we'll get to that point. But yeah, there's a part where Bowman does show up again, and you kind of just go, "All right." And then he doesn't show. Anymore. It's like, okay, yeah. So yeah, the runtime. It, it, it's almost like they, if they really wanted to nail this whole like okay this is all about lois lane and she's a target and then we really want to hit hard the the fact that superman's like her guardian angel which has always been the thing when it comes to superman and lois is and yeah but if they really wanted to go for that whodunit thing and really wanted to make it a mystery yeah i mean it could have could have you know warranted a part two you know stretch it out a little bit i think it would have benefited from it yeah. to be honest with yeah. you mm -hmm. so but you know, but yeah, Bowman's a dick. <laughs> but Bowman uh, is a dick, a hard dick. Yes, he is a dick. He's a dick. He's a detective dick. He's a dick. Uh, but then of course, um, we got Lois and Clark now in uh we 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 change over to like they're in Lois's car. And uh and then we get the radio, start hearing a voice, and you know, we start hearing like, you know, the whole like, you know, you win, you die kind of thing, and then the doors lock, and 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 uh, I love how Clark like after all this, you know, obviously they, they left the scene. So there's still, we still have the Excalibur award, which is God damn, that thing sharp. <laughs> I know. I, know, I mean, Ryan. what aren't Emmys pretty sharp too? Is it the Emmy that has like the, 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 the wings? wings? Yeah, yeah. The sharp looking wings. That looks like a freaking weapon. I mean, I guess if you have some prestigious award, sometimes they could be utilized as weapons and Clark, you know, he says, fuck it. I'm going to use this. Knowing that he breaks it off the stand and then uses it like a dagger to cut, I, you know, I, I guess we discover that Lois's car is a convertible because yeah. obviously that's a canvas top that he's cutting through. Yeah, wouldn't work if it was a standard car for sure. But and then I always love this because, you know, I mean, one of the things that I always love and you see this through all iterations of Superman, it's like anytime that clark is like in a situation where it's like i need to turn into superman how do i do this and it's more than just spilling coffee into your lap it's it's like you know she swerves and he just goes ah, and this flies out and then it's like okay now whew, i can turn into superman and save the day 
And then, of course, you know, when Superman, obviously, it, it's kind of, you know, obviously she's trying to get out, too. But then the airbag traps her inside. And yeah, by the way, I, I've got to believe that the, <laughs> that the the stalker character did something. Because I'm sorry, no airbag stays inflated that long. I no, mean, that's, boom, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you know, he knows his gadgets, as we will find out. As we will uh, find out, yes. But I mean, but I, I always just love that because then it gives the excuse of like, you know, when uh, obviously Superman's going to save the car. And then he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I uh, cushioned his fall or something like that. Oh, Clark's fine. Clark's fine. I got him. Don't worry. And then, you know, so then they can move on. But I just always kind of love that when when Clark has when he's in a situation where he if he was human, he would die. So he yeah. has to, like, do something where, yeah, he just, ah! and then it's just like, oh, yeah, Superman saved me. Okay. And then, of course, obviously, when we see him next, he's got a sling. Like, yeah, it hurt. I, I yeah, he cushioned my fall, but hurt my arm. I hurt my arm. <laughs> I, that so. was another thing. It's like, was the sling really necessary? Like, of course, was... man. It's part of the costume, part of the Clark Kent costume. You had to do it just to, just to add to it, like, I'm sure there's many times where, you know, if you think about it, if you want to really break down, like, and when it comes to being, trying to be human, you have to, like, do these little things to, like, continue the charade, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's yeah. just part of the costume. I just love the fact, I just love how, like, later on the episode, he's talking to Lois on the phone, mm. and he looks around, slips his arm out of his sling to drink a cup of coffee, and then puts his arm back in the sling. Like, I, yeah. I love that little bit. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good little bit. I mean, it's a thing. It's like, and you have to make jokes about it too because it's like we're, we all know we all know like oh yeah it's all just part of the costume so you have to put those little uh those little jokes in there which is it's great and then of course they show up um they show up to uh we get a character eddie leitner eddie leitner so, yes the creation eddie. of the animated series i double yes. checked on that so um at former lex core scientist yes. was the whistleblower on lois's article um, so connected and then immediately you just go wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute yeah yeah you do kind of do that um did you recognize the voice i did not okay i'm going to say the name of the actor who was the voice i want to see if you recognize this actor's name okay okay robert hayes robert hayes wow that sounds so familiar oh oh it's like right there i'm gonna have to type it in and see robert because okay. As soon as you see his face, you'll be like, oh, my God, that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Air airplane. Airplane. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. He's a pilot in airplane. Yeah. He's a, a pilot in airplane. He played yeah. Ted Stryker in yes. airplane. But I have a really cool animation connection for you. Nice. He was Tony Stark in the 1994 Iron Man series. No shit. <laughs> Oh wow! I, there you go. That's pretty. I funny. loved that Iron Man cartoon, and I, don't think the, I even saw it. Did I see it? Maybe I did a long time ago. Might have to revisit. But yeah. Oh, you need to re you need to revisit that. I yeah. mean, like that was what taught me about Iron Man. Like that was the one that when Iron Man came out in two thousand and eight, and everyone was like, "Who's Iron Man?" I was like, "Who's Iron Man?" I mean, it's like. <laughs> but Robert Hayes, wow, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. Voice, so yeah, I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to dig that up and uh start watching that if it's somewhere. Is it on Disney Plus? Maybe I don't know, probably not. Uh, you would think, well, I don't know, because you would think by now because you think they'd have 
I know we're kind of I know we're kind of moving into Marvel animated, but it was a, it was an hour programming block with it and the Fantastic Four. Really, and then they, and then they later uh, had an Incredible Hulk series yeah. that tied with it as well. Okay, God, because I'm kind of uh, man because Mark yeah, Hamill was in the Fantastic Four series. Was he really? Who did he voice? Oh, he was the voice. Of, okay. Okay. Uh, remember, okay. The Inhumans. Remember mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the evil brother, like the evil brother character. Okay. Uh, he, Mark Hamill was his voice. He was the, he was Black Bolt's, he was Black yeah. Bolt's brother. Yeah. I was, I was saying it was Black. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, Mark Hamill's all over the place when it comes to, you know, obviously voice acting. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. So yeah, I'm going to, I wonder, yeah, I wonder like if, if any of that's out there, maybe it's on Disney plus Hulu, maybe, I don't know who knows. Anyways, we're not doing a Marvel fan animated show. So we're doing a DC fan animated show, so but, they're all con- but it's all connected. It's <laughs> all connected when it comes to voice actors, but yes. So we get, uh, Edward Leitner, um and obviously like i mean he's he's a dude that uh it's just funny like how like when he answers like and he's just like huh who's there and he's just like like you know screw you know he doesn't want to he doesn't want any visitors he's like very much into his work and uh and then i and then of course when they're in there i love how like we already we get like little things that we're gonna find out later of course like uh you know clark's about to touch something that might shock him uh a little too much so he says like you know stay away from that and then uh and then he's just basically saying like oh yeah you know i i i it's nice to have company nice little break because he's so focused in on his work it's kind of nice to just kind of look up and have some company and i mean i also don't think he expected lois to be alive like i don't know like i'm trying to based on his reaction i'm trying to figure out if he knows that she survived the previous night or like, like because we, he, he doesn't know if he survived the car incident, I think yeah. is the question. Because like when you first see him, he kind of like goes like that. He like looks into like the screen, like, Oh, Hey, it's Lois. Leans. Yeah. So he's like, what? so maybe in that moment, he's like, Oh shit, she's still alive. <laughs> yeah. And that's exa- oh, good. And that's exactly yeah. what I thought was going on. And, uh-huh. and, and once again, this isn't the A team animators, but kudos no. for for animating the acting of that character. Yeah, because that's exactly the read I got off of that little that little scene on the video camera. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, oh shit, she's still alive. And then of course he's just like, all right, gotta play nice because yeah, we all know. I mean, it, it, let's face it, you know that it's him. You know, he's the guy that's doing it. He's got it's, all the gadgets. It's one of those, it's, it really is one of those little, um, things in television that you just, if you've watched enough television, you just know, oh, we've just been introduced to a brand new character. Oh, they did it. <laughs> exactly. You're just immediately going, oh yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy. Of course he is. Um, so, and then of course, you know, he's looking at the device and then he like, you know, the device that's from the car that Superman, of course, pulled out and find to find and uh, show Lois. And there's a, you know, there's a, there's the LC in there, which is oh, yes, because Lex, what Lex Luthor would definitely like brand the device he's using too. <laughs> ah, that's how much, that's how much he loves himself. That he would like, yeah, we anything that is made from this company we got to put my initial or, or at least the initials of the company on there we got to do it and there's an lc right in there i'm like all right all right lex we get it and then of course lois goes uh shows up uh we're uh at lex corpman just kind of like hey 
like, hey, what the hell? What are you trying to kill me? You got this device, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, of course, Lex is like, why would I want to do that? I actually respect what you do, even though you throw some shade over over this way. Yeah, and also, I think Lex is also saying, by the way, if I wanted to kill you, I wouldn't, yes. do, it, I wouldn't do it this way. <laughs> like, I would... That's the thing. And I think even Lois was like, you know what? You're right. And that's why she trusts him. Yeah, I know, but, right? And, and, yeah, even though Clark's like, are you kidding me? It's Lex Luthor. You trust him? And he's like, but just, I think that line is what gave Lois like, oh yeah, it's not you because you would have done it like some other way. This is not, this is not your style. Mm -hmm. of, uh, uh, of what you would do here, Lex. So yeah, it was, it was kind of funny, but I just like how Clark was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like it's Lex Luthor. He's just like, yeah, but you know, Hey, it's, and then, and then of course we get that older uh, journal journalist that, uh, that lost the, uh, the award when she's about to get on the elevator. And apparently Perry like signed all, you know, Lois's assignments to him because, you know, he's a little worried about Lois. And it's like, well, I'm going to give you these. She's a bit under stress right now. And he's just like, ooh, bylines. <laughs> oh, the byline lines. You got to love that. Uh, you know, she loves to use that. And then she got it used against her. That's great. It's great. And then, of course, she gets in an elevator and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> Don't get in an elevator when someone's trying to kill you because something's going to happen. And sure enough. There's a rocket booster on the bottom of the elevator. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. I mean, first it stops. And then, of course, there's like dynamite in it in the panel. And then, of course, and, you know, good on Lois for trying to get out of it. But as soon as that thing starts shooting up, it's like, you know, she's on the top part of it. But there's no way that's like, OK, now you're not getting out of this. This thing's like going to shoot out of the building. And luckily, of course. Clark sees, you know, he happens to be there, sees it, you know, shooting up, sees the fire shoot out of the doors. And uh, and then it just kind of like shoots up to the sky. And it's funny because when 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 he rescues her, well, it hits a helicopter at first. So it's like, I know like he, he, he's got to spend some time saving. The hey, I had to I, I did, however, see one of our Batman, the animated series connections. Oh, I didn't see this leg day. Oh, because he kicks the fucking uh the helicopter into yeah. the river I know. Yeah. he grabs the pilot and the passenger flips yeah. around and like stops the helicopter with his legs and like yeah. shoves it and i literally was sitting there going leg day yeah i didn't even day. think about that ah see you gotta yeah you can't skip leg day guys but i just kind of like because obviously when he you know it's up in the sky and then of course he uh he it's a, bird. Uh, it's a plane it's an elevator oh, <laughs> with okay. rocket boosters. Yeah. But it, it gave me like, I was like, oh man, this kind of gives me a little bit of Batman and Robin vibes when he's like, Oh God. <laughs> yes. With oh God. Oh, That's what I, wrote. I wrote Batman and Robin. And I was like, you know what? I just oh. like gave me some Batman and Robin vibes right there. Better. Better than better, better. Yeah. Oh, and it was the same year too. Both yeah, these came out in 1997. Yeah, oh. kind of wondering if there was like, did they just like see that and they're like, oh, we got to put that something. What came first? Well, obviously, probably Batman and Robin did, but yeah, it was just kind of like you know something you know shooting up into the sky, rescue, and then and then you fly off. Obviously, they were on doors. They were using doors, doors as. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that movie. We don't. We don't need to go that. Uh, talk about that. And then I love how she's just like, "I'm not having a good day." Good day. 
<laughs> yeah, she's not. She's definitely not. And then, of course, this is where we get this whole, you know, obviously this uh, this thumbnail that I use right here. And yes, it is a nighty. I, I was like, little black dress, nighty. Yeah, it is a nighty. I'm not, you know, but I mean, it was just like when I was looking for the thumbnail, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, because I hadn't watched the episode yet. I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah, tell it on what? yourself now. Yes, exactly. Because I got home, set it up, and then I was like, all right, watch the episode. So when I found that one, I was like, all right, I'm going to use that one. And I was like, that's interesting because, again, I was like not remembering this episode like you. So I was like, okay, she's falling. Cool. So we see we have Lois sleeping in her apartment. This dude dressed in all black, you know, comes in. He hits the coffee table. She hears it. And then, of course, grabs her, throws her over over the balcony, and then she's falling. But, of course, it's all a dream. Which was awesome because I forgot this episode entirely, so yeah. I didn't realize it was a dream. I was like, I thought Superman was gonna swoop in somewhere, but it was just straight up just flash, and then she just wakes up, and you know. But you would think, yeah, if someone's trying to kill you like this, you would be having fucked up dreams like that. Yes, and then you get creepy Lieutenant Bowman like across the across the way, spying on her with binoculars. And then he doesn't show up for the rest of the episode. Exactly. I was like, what is, I mean, they were really trying to be like, we have to like inject something to, you know, for this whole whodunit kind of scenario, like who is doing this. So, I mean, when you see that, you kind of go, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Because you were like peeking in and she's sleeping. I mean, not to mention it's like, God damn. It's like, I mean, perv. <laughs> Peeping I, Tom? I mean, Jesus Christ. Cause he gives like a little grin. Like after like, he's just like, you know, I'm like, what? I mean, I guess he's just watching over. Well, I, I think I think he's being a cop. He, he yeah. you know, she is, she's being I think the smile is, of course, the fact that she can't sleep and he's just like, good. Yeah. Like, you Yeah. Because, you know, going back to, you know, when the, when the first exchange, Lois reveals to Clark that one of the reasons why he's such a dick to her is the fact that she wrote an article uh, in the new, in the daily planet about police corruption that made him not get a promotion that he wanted to get. So he's got a little, like <laughs> he's got a bone to pick with Lois. Oh, so. it definitely does. Definitely does. Definitely does. So, but, but it is weird that it's like, all right. And that's the last time we <laughs> see him. It's so weird. He really needed to show up at least one more time. I thought I, he'd show up at the end, at least like you capture, uh, like arresting Leitner or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. Helping all that. But whatever. I mean, again, they were trying to fit as much as they can in 22 minutes. And then of course we have Lois in, uh, you know, talking on the phone with, uh, with Clark and saying that she can't eat, she can't sleep. She's losing her mind. And, uh, and then of course, you know, Clark mentioned something about the news and something clicks, clicks in Lois's, uh, you know, or smart. She's smart, obviously. And she, something clicks in her and she's like, Oh, wait a minute. Hmm. And then she's like, well, Clark, I'm going to take a hot bath. But of course we know she's not going to be doing that. Yeah. Which is funny because the connection that she makes, this is where the episode is very well written because yeah. I was a little slow in the uptake and I didn't make the connection that she I didn't made in that moment. I did not either because talking about the news and everything, I'm like, okay. And then she goes back to Eddie's uh, uh, spot and basically what the the connection that that she made was the fact that Eddie, because we, I mean, even though we all know that Eddie's the guy that's like trying to kill Lois, is the fact that he made it he made it a point that he 
doesn't, you know, no radio, no TV, it's distractions. You know, I'm all about my work. So how would he know that she won an Excalibur award? Cool. I like it. I like that. It's really well done. It's it's a great reveal. I was a little slow in the uptake. So I'm so it was like good writing on your I mean Hillary Bader. Good job there. That was good job with that one because yeah, I didn't catch it either. I was like, how did she figure? And then because he goes like when she's like there and and then uh and then she starts mentioning, yeah, you know, no radio, no, and then all of a sudden he realizes, oh how did you find out and blah, blah, blah. And like, he just like, it, it, it hits him. And I love yeah, that. It does. And then and he, he starts turning into creepy guy. Like, Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, Ooh, he, he gets, he gets, Oh, he gets. Oh, just- of course. You know, you, it's always like that when it comes to something like this, where it's like, Oh, they're it's such a nice, he seems like such a nice guy. And then all of a sudden when the evil sets in and it's like, well, how'd you figure it out? Lois kind of thing. And like, blah, blah, blah. and then of course starts, Walking towards her, and this is where we're gonna. Oh, this is the clip. The clip. Let's get into the clip right here. So obviously, hey, she's wearing purple in this part, of course. So here we go. What have I ever done to you? Yeah, it's just it. You never did anything for me, and I risked it all: my job, my reputation, my research. I knew what would happen if Lex found out. <laughs> it was the right thing to do. Wrong. Wrong. So because I wanted you to notice me, you didn't. See, it's like one of those things. Notice me, Lois. And then look at her go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Daddy's a black. Daddy's a black belt. And then this. Uh oh. Cool trap. You could have like run out of it while the other lasers were igniting, but of course. Of course. But you know, you gotta make it dramatic because this happens. Ah, he can't even do it. Uh, no, I, I love that. I love that Superman can't even handle it. Lois Lane is in danger. Can Superman be far behind? Let see, when you started to put that vest on, yeah. I was like, this is reminding me a lot of Dr. Light. <laughs> now, that's not who he is. No, but it's very similar to Dr. Light. And he's getting it. He's getting effed up by him, man. This is pretty. I mean, it's like, wow. Look what he look what he created. It's powered by the solar energy spectrum of a red sun. Of a red sun. Okay, that was a question I had though. Is that how would he know about the red sun? It's got to be particularly. You know what? That's got to be like, you know, Lex Core information. Yeah, probably. Probably from Brainiac. Could be. Know something right there? Oh, he's gonna do the up, 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 right on the back of the neck. He's gonna do it. He's taking too long. Yes. Dramatic. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Great. Taking some punches from Superman. <laughs> like, ah. Now, this part was cool. Yeah. Hold him up against the laser, so it shorts it out. Yeah. Heart. Smart Superman. Superman. And then, of course, his clothing gets all shredded at the, the end. Anytime that happens. Press the blinking <laughs> button. But he puts his fist in. <laughs> I love that. Extra crispy. Oh, Zinger Lois. Zinger Lois. I mean, I guess we could let it play because obviously this is like the very end. 
Where, but again, Bowman should have been right here, right? Yes, he should have been right here. Why they should have? In the nick of time. Uh, and then we get this. You wouldn't be keeping an eye on me or anything. Mm. Well, well, some people need more watching than others. No shit. Aww. That was a really it's awkward really nice touch to of his you, cheek. I'm not gonna lie. That was <laughs> someday. Someday. Oh, he even closed her door for her. Oh, chivalry. You gotta love it. And flies off into the sky. Guardian Angel. That's her guardian angel right there. Well, Bizarro told us last week, Superman saves Lois. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Not a bad episode. Not, Not a, a bad, bad episode. episode. I, it, I just feel like it could have been more. Yeah. But it's not bad. No. So it's just one of i mean and like i said they're really establishing that guardian like i said the guardian angel that is superman to lois they're really establishing that in there but yeah i agree with you like especially when it comes to bowman and and trying to just make it seem like oh like who is after her we can you know do all this we could do all these things to uh to just to be like oh is it is it uh is it this person is that person but you know obviously when you when when we first get introduced to eddie you're like mm, it's no eddie. it's you it's you. <laughs> it's you well what do we got next week we're still with superman uh, mm -hmm. it's not gonna be it's not gonna be hard because once the title you're gonna know the episode so it's the episode is mix of pixelated oh well jesus christ who's I, the villain in this one i don't know dave <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, a villain that maybe it's hard to pronounce his name for sometimes, you know, that has a lot of consonants in a row. Yeah. I know. Well, maybe floats little guy. I don't know. With a bowler hat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, I have to do this moment. I love it. When Declan was watching my adventures of Superman uh -huh. and uh, mix of spittle like shows up in that series. There's a there's a moment where the the bowler hat has a, like a little like a cameo appearance, and the whole time he's like, "Why does he have that weird looking hat?" I was like, Dude, uh, "Okay, I, I, it's a thing from the comics." Yes. Uh, what can I say? It's, he wears it's a weird little bowler choice. hat. Yeah, it's a design choice. Hey, just deal with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but do you remember? I'm going to go ahead and say this. Do you remember who the voice was of Mick? Do not. I do not. Do you, yeah. oh, then I won't tell you. Then yeah, don't tell me. You. Don't if tell you don't me. remember, okay. And, yeah, let me watch the episode and and I... Oh, you will I, know. You. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I, I'm you pretty sure, know. but right now I'm blanking on it, but but I do remember that it is, it is probably somebody that, it, okay. And I, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to look at the, the credits. If I don't know it, I will let you know. You will, I, you okay, will, will know, know it. it. Okay. You will know it. All right. All right. All right. There you go. Cause I'm like totally blanking on it. All right. Uh, so it's, it's a favorite. This, this is an episode I love. Okay. It, it, it's a and Paul I, Dini. I it's a Paul Dini written episode too. Of course. Of course. So yeah, watch that episode guys. I'm not even trying to <laughs> mix a, mix a pixelated. Yes. I, I said it right. Um, watch that. Hey, episode. Love the episode. Cause it taught us how to pronounce his freaking name. There it is right there. So watch that episode. We'll be back here next week, uh, talking about it and should be a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Of course, for joining tonight in this, you know, it's a contained episode. It's a great, Superman and Lois episode. Ah, um, but I will tell you, Lightner will return. 
Oh, oh yeah, I know he does. I remember that he does. This time in full costume. Yeah. Oh next, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Next time in full costume. Um. So there you go, guys. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up right here. Go ahead, Scott. Plug away. Well, of course, you can find me on X at ScottDC27, on Instagram at McMerlin, and on Vero at Scott McClellan. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. I do want to plug a guest appearance I did over at the 602 Club. Um, I joined Matt Rushing, and we discussed the Continental from the world of John Wick. So if you're interested in hearing my thoughts on that limited series on Peacock, download the latest episode of the 602 Club. Nice, nice. I still haven't watched that series yet. Got to, you know, check it out one of these days. Ah, still got to catch up on so many things. Anyways, guys, see you guys tomorrow. Um, Film Junkie Live, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, so I'll see you guys then. Thank you guys for joining. And uh, yeah, like I said, next week we'll be here talking more Superman. And uh, yeah, guys, we will talk to you later.